What if these things can read our minds? This is a safe sex zone. Simple, beautiful fish. Good night, campers. Turn on, tune in, talk movies. Welcome to the Video Cult. Do, do you either of you guys remember the first time you were like watching a movie or TV show or something and you were like, I'm 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 attracted to that person. I don't know if I understand exactly what it is, but like you just had feelings about it. Like, do you do you remember Very the first definitely. time that happened? Oh, okay. yeah. Please, please kick us off, Nathan. All right. Uh, the year is 1993, which I'm pretty sure might have been the greatest year it just it was the peak of of human civilization <laughs> and i saw jurassic park for the first time and i mm-hmm. saw laura dern in those little beige shorts oh yeah. oh boy 6 year old nathan something something was awoken there <laughs> and uh you know to this day i whenever i watch that movie i'm like oh, damn i actually uh de dressed up one year for halloween as uh as Laura Dern from, you know, in, Ellie in Jurassic Sadler. Park. El, Ellie Sadler, Dr. Sadler. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. That was great. That was great. Okay, so um, it's getting dark in the closet. So I'm going to tell this story and then it's going to make me get out of the closet. So, okay. <laughs> so when you, when you asked like when I fell in love with someone on screen, I didn't really know. It was, um, I think of it, it's, Preteen Gabby, she's been watching The Mummy for like years and years and years. But this time, <laughs> this time, this time it hits different. Because uh, when Rachel Weitz shows up on screen, it's it was game over. I was I was like, wow, wow. When she's OK, when she's the hottest, when she is um, right after they they jump ship. I was going to say, yeah. I know where you're going with this. Okay. <laughs> Would you jump ships? And then they, they decide to get camels to make up for the fact that, uh, you know, they didn't get any horses. Uh, but they were on the right side of the river. Anyways. <laughs> so when she steps out of, like, the tent, all looking all gorgeous and, like, the sort of like the Middle Eastern garb, you know, like the belly dancer garb, I was like, oh. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I had braces back then. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man, this is like <laughs> um, Melissa Etheridge's come to my window, starts blaring. <laughs> so that's crimson and clover. It's more like come to my window. Come to uh, my and then yeah. Welcome, welcome to Singing Corner with Gabby. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, definitely a good pick. Mine, I remember uh, so clearly because of how I almost, almost had the most embarrassing story ever. <laughs> and it's only a little bit embarrassing because only I know about it, but I can relay the information. So the yeah. first time I remember seeing someone on screen where I was like, oh, I I'm, I have feelings. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. And it was the girl that Will dated for like most of the season. She had like short hair. I don't remember the character's name. But they had she had like short hair and uh, they like almost get married at one point. But I was like super into her. She was just like little and bossy and shit. <laughs> and one day, little four year old Josh decided 
I'm going to kiss that girl. So I, it, and this is an old CRT tube TV. Oh so I went and <laughs> kissed the screen and got a static shock on my lips. It was meant to be. <laughs> it was electricity. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that or I got taught my first lesson in consent. Yeah. But I just remember the like embarrassment of getting shocked and like jumping back and then looking around to see if anyone had seen me and they hadn't. And I didn't tell anyone that story until like maybe a year ago. Like yeah. I, I was like fall asleep at night embarrassed because a four-year-old <laughs> as a four-year-old I kissed a TV. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So if for the visual episode, um put a clip of like someone getting out of the closet or or just okay. use this clip because I'm gonna I, you can't see me. Yeah. It's definitely yeah, definitely that. Oh Jesus ow um, fuck. <laughs> oh, what happened to your knee? Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you about it. So, um, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so Monday night, we decided to go down to um, Good Robot, okay? And I decided to dress femme. So normally, I don't really dress femme, but I wore a skirt. And nice. I wore like these platform sandals that I usually do wear. And oh, Jesus. Okay. So now you can see me, but now I'm tangled. Okay. God, this is just turning into a hot mess of a episode. Aren't they all? <laughs> yeah. So basically I decided, so we, we spent the night uh, at it was a group of friends um we <laughs> can you still hear me oh yeah yeah i'd move the the mic a little bit closer to you though you're a little bit more muffled out here how about now that sounds a little bit better yeah okay so um i decided to wear um jesus christ this okay never mind it's it's fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> just roll with it <laughs> it's, it's fine okay um, <laughs> man, it's anyways. I it was at the end of the night. I was re I was walking to go find a scooter, and I wasn't looking where I was going. And I, 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 I missed like the curb. And then next thing you know, I was like on. I was like I fell to my knees, and then somehow like the way I fell propelled me backwards. Oh, God. And so I fell with like my legs up in the air <laughs> but thankfully the skirt went down to my knees so you did so i didn't flash anyone but gooder <laughs> what an archaic term i, I have not heard anyone throw that one around in a while oh man yeah but still that when was that monday okay that's yeah. not so bad that I thought I was like, if that's like a week old, you got to treat that or something. That's no, no, <laughs> that's no, it's a little fresh. Yeah. yeah. Hasn't something very similar happened to you in the past? What? And, that and I've, that, that I you fell? Well, that you, oh. you fall, you fell like on a curb and, and I thought you had told me at one point that you have like a, a scar or something from oh, falling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can you, can you, Oh, it, it, my my skin it. is the so white. Might not. It, <laughs> it's just, it it's just blowing out the screen. It yeah. blows out the screen. <laughs> Anyways, um, I have a scar right here. Oh yeah, that I can see. Yeah, and like right here because I um, 
so this is this is a good seven years ago this is like my last um <laughs> my my last year of college anyways i <laughs> it was halloween and i had this werewolf mask and i went as a full werewolf i had werewolf class i was great it was great um actually i have a polaroid of it let me, let me show you my costume okay one second i'll be right back <laughs> Show, the show and tell hour. That's right. <laughs> up to now. Well, while she's doing that, the last time I, I had a bad fall when I was uh, okay. I, I had a bad fall when I was uh, younger and and drunk, where we had uh, went on to uh, a golf course at night when it was closed, and we collected as many golf balls as we could from the driving range, so all of our pockets were full. So we just like walked around this newly built neighborhood, putting them in people's mailboxes, scattering them on their lawns, like we were going to start growing golf seeds and shit. Um, and eventually I was like, okay, my infinite wisdom, I'm at the top of this big hill, the street, I'm going to throw a golf ball down it and not care what happens because I'm fucking 19 years old. Right. Yeah, and, I forgot uh, that I had um, moved all of my photos into a photo book because of the wildfires that was happening. So I have like my photo album and a big container of, you know, priceless memories that I just grab and go in case the fires ever came to Spryfield. God, why am I so out of breath? <laughs> <laughs> okay so anyways when i fell i was wearing this can you see oh i can kind of see anyways. oh yeah there we oh go. yeah yeah awesome all right nice. anyways so um i was wearing that i didn't have the mask on but i was a good eight beers deep and as you do. yeah as you do so both my friend and i were walking and their partner at the time and there and another one, a friend of ours <laughs> were walking. They were like a good, like, couple feet in front of us, like, good, like, 10, 15 feet. Anyways, we're walking McDonald's on Quinpool. But I saw Cecilian when it was still there on Quinpool. And I just saw Cecilian's and I was like, fuck it. I want pizza. I don't want McDonald's. I want pizza. So I was like walking. And then I was like, hey, guys, let's go get pizza. Smack. <laughs> Smack. Right on. Like, I fell on my elbow. And then my face, like, like smacked and ricocheted off the pavement. Oh. So I, I don't know if you're but I got two two caps on my teeth because. Uh, oh, that's oh. rough. I've never banged my teeth and had them replaced. Mm -hmm. The story I was telling right uh, before mm -hmm. you came back was that I had collected me and a buddy collected golf balls from a golf course uh, at night. We were distributing them onto people's lawns and in their mailboxes, like, yeah. like Johnny Appleseed. Nice. And I decided to throw one down the street, like Main Avenue. I was like, I'm going to throw this golf ball down the street and bounce it real hard. So I was like, I, I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll get a running start downward because I, that'll add to the momentum. Oh my God. And as I tried to throw the ball, of course, it, you get that like, oh, I'm leaning too far forward. And it's like, you're forced to run. And then I like, fell into this tumble and rolled down the hill a little bit. And I was like, oh, my elbow really hurts. And it wasn't until I got back home that I pulled down 
both uh, pulled out my sweater. The sweater didn't rip, but I had a huge chunk ripped out of my elbow. Oh. And I was like, that's fine. I just slapped a giant bandaid on it, didn't clean it. And it was like four days later, I like took it off when I was at my dad's place. And he was like, what the fuck? It was like orange and like gross and shit. And he like dumped peroxide on it. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so I had to do that. Yeah, but you talking about falling a chip in the teeth reminded me of a time I was I went to karaoke with friends at the Lion's Head. Yeah, and uh, when we left, we were walking back. Uh, we didn't live too far from it at the time, and uh, at one point, uh, I was uh, my girlfriend at the time. I like slapped her on the butt and shouted, "Gotta go fast!" And then took <laughs> off running, and everybody got distracted except for my buddy Zach. He was the only one who saw as I was like doing like a mock like tom cruise full speed run i like started to look back and i don't know if i like tripped over the curb or stepped up on it a little bit or something hmm. but the next thing i knew boom my face hit the ground broke my glasses in half <laughs> I, I like busted i remember feeling like my el my eyebrow like make contact and i just like got all fucked up there was cuts like and i rolled too so there was like cuts on like all sides of my Ooh. arms all over my legs i jumped back up i was like I'm fine. Let's keep going. And I started to walk and then I could feel something like in my eye. And it was the blood all coming out oh. of my elbow, my eyebrow into my eye. And I was like, okay, I'm not good. And I just laid down. Oh my God. My girlfriend had a first aid kit with her because she just always had one. And so I just laid there. Zach like gingerly put like band-aids on my fucking eyebrow. And the next day I went to work and people were like, did you get into like a motorcycle accident? And I was like, nope, got into a street fight, but the street won. No. Oh <laughs> so that's not even like the full story. So the full story is, so I, when I was down, I was down for the count. I, I was like basically looking up and I see my friend at the time, she was stuffing, because like I also split my lip open. So she was <laughs> she thought I was bleeding from the in, from like spitting blood out because she thought like oh, something no. extra was she maybe thought I bit my tongue and so she was like sticking like a a bunch of nap like a bunch of tissues into my in, into my like mouth and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and I was like, what the fuck happened? Oh, and then no. I looked over and my arm was like but it was this part was like mm. it, was, it was bad it was like in a really bad shape and i knew i couldn't get up so i went from like crying to laughing to crying to, to cr screaming don't look at me because i would look like <laughs> a state anyways these these garbage men city like garbage men drove by and they were like oh fuck what happened and then so they called an ambulance and i remember my friend called my mom first and my mom oh, was like no. my mom was like okay don't call the emails. I'll be right down. My mom's a nurse. Nurse for like mm. thirty plus years. So she's like, "I'll be down. We'll be, we'll get her up. We'll we'll go." I couldn't get up. I like the way like I. Anyways, they spent the paramedics get there. Super nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought like they were like super great total bros. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah man. It was just like because we they I hung out with them basically in a stretcher in ER for like a good couple hours, but. Anyways, I went from me laughing, me crying, and then I, I had to, like, get up and, like, put my arm like this because it the way that it broke, it splintered. Like, it, it, anyways, so they got me into the fucking ambulance it, just as my mom came in. Of course, this was, like, my crying phase. So I also had red lipstick on. And I also had mascara, so I looked like a fucking state. So, like, I look like... 
<laughs> like, like on The Simpsons when he has the makeup shotgun, just like yeah. blasted <laughs> to the face, just yeah. all, all fucked up. And then my mom opened it and I bawled. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, my mom is like trying to laugh. She's like, okay, I'll meet you there. And then so we ended up going and I was just hanging out in an emergency room. And the nurse, and my mom was like, come on, I'm, I'm her mom, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, my mom's a nurse. And my mom just like, kind of she's like, don't tell her I'm a nurse. What the fuck is wrong with you? Because I don't know if there's, there's like some weird nurse's code that if you're in an emergency room or anywhere, and you tell people you're a nurse, I, th- I think that she thinks it's probably like uncouth or something. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask her more about that. But so I told them uh, that she was a lawyer. which is so i ended up getting a room to myself so maybe that helps so i actually had to get surgery on it so just wait they they had to they they had to like put my arm in a cast and to do that i think they have to move my arm a lot so they gave me um was it fentanyl which Mm. is at first I was like strong it is strong (laughs) oh my god it was like but I was out for the count then when I woke up I was in my own room and they're like okay we're gonna do surgery on you in like 12 hours I'm like okay and then it was so by the time I was up in my room it was like around five o'clock in the morning a nurse knocks on my door she's like hi um I'm gonna be your nurse for like the next couple hours um I have my daughter here for because she's uh, bring your kid to work day. <laughs> Do you mind if she comes in? And I was like, no, just honestly, come on in. And I'm like, this is like a prime example. You should not aspire to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school. Don't, don't grow up to be me. <laughs> don't grow up to be me, man. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, this is not Nathan, even. Oh, my God. Okay. Very end. Um. <laughs> The time, like, my, I have pictures of myself. I'm going to put it in the group chat of me just looking Please awful. do. I will. Yeah. I will. We'll make a collage and put it on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a picture that people can buy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I I ended up, um, instead of being in a whole hour surgery. Okay. I had to get surgery. Anyways, they wheeled me down. This is the QE2. The surgeries take place in the basement. It's... <laughs> So when they wheeled me up, the anesthesiologist asked me some questions. They they wheeled me to outside one of the surgery rooms. I look over and there's like this tech just mopping up buckets of blood. Just, it looked like a horror movie. And I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> <In> my... <laughs> oh my God. That was my very first surgery. <clears throat> just, I like how I specified the first. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I know you've had others. Uh, yeah. Nathan, you have, you ever fallen and hurt yourself? Oh my god, uh, very well drunk? mildly. Let's Not, it down. <laughs> yeah, no, just just when I was like nine years old, when I was a kid, so I probably wasn't drunk at the time, and I went over the handlebars of my sure. bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was just like hitting a pothole, and and mm-hmm. I it was honestly the cartoon like you just whoo right over the handlebars because yeah. <laughs> I weighed nothing as yeah. a kid, nothing at all. And I didn't realize that I had broken my rib until I was in the hospital for a completely different uh, thing, different adventure. 
uh, where my legs started or I guess stopped working properly for about three months. Um, but yeah, the, the doctors were doing all sorts of tests on me, x-rays, and they're like, do you know you have a broken rib? And I was like, oh, neat. <laughs> and they were like, well, it's it's kind of healed now, so we're just going to leave it be because otherwise we have to break it and reset it. Yeah. So I still have one rib where I can kind of feel that it's just like, eh. like just kind of off a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, I, I have not done anything quite as uh, ludicrously uh, violent to myself as you two, I don't think. Yeah, that's not even the first bone that I ever broke. I broke this elbow. I fractured this elbow. I fractured this elbow. What, what are you doing with your elbows? I, I I don't know, man. Like, are you coming off the top rope every night? Like, yeah, what's going yeah. on here? <laughs> I decided to just do the absolute like, pile drive yeah, on the concrete the pe- every single people's time. people's elbow. Yeah. Uh-uh. And I also, this angle, I'm not very flexible. I also fractured this elbow too. I mean, elbow. <laughs> Ankle. Your leg, your leg wrist? My leg wrist. Yeah. And then I, I, um, I, uh, fractured my, uh, pinky toe while running out of a one night stand. <laughs> okay. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were leaving. They were leaving. Cause like it was during university and they were leaving to go back home. And I, they had their suitcase open up in the hall and I like was walking. And then I apparently, I like, Ooh. I heard it crack, but I was oh, like, Oh God, my now, taxi's here. Okay. So, so they, they knew you were going, this wasn't like yeah. a middle of the night, like no, yeah, fly no. by night kind of sneak out. Yeah. No. Okay. You didn't have to cover your mouth and just, like that. Well, they did have roommates, so I didn't want to scream. Oh, okay. Fuck! <laughs> I didn't want to scream that, so. All right. Well, <laughs> let's talk about what movies we've been watching. Run that theme. Who gives a fuck about movies? Okay. What? What? <laughs> what? After all that. Um, let's see, Nathan, got any, uh, new movie stuff? Not even a new movie. Got any movies, uh, to talk about? So this week I, I haven't been doing much in the way of movie watching, unfortunately. Just, uh, I have, uh, cousins down from, uh, Vancouver. My wife also has one of her cousins down and they're all kind of little kids. So for the most part, I've just been shuttling back and forth and seeing family. Uh, but I do have a question to pose to you guys in lieu of actually talking about a movie. I've got uh, a couple of cousins down. One is is 10 years old. One is 13. Of course, they're siblings. And what I want to know is, as their, their cousin, right, I don't have to not play favorites because I have a very clear favorite. And <laughs> there's, a, there's a big difference in age, of course, right? I'm in my 30s. They're, you know, uh, 13 yeah. and 10 respectively. Mm-hmm. And the, the 10 year old is the, the cutest goddamn kid in the entire world. Like she is the absolute best and she loves scary stories. And it's just, uh, it, it hits me right in the feels. Oh. And then the other one is a 13 year old boy. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really all I need to say, because there's never been a 13 year old boy who hasn't been a real shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Just gross. They're sticky for some reason. <laughs> Always they sticky. smell. Yeah, like they're, they're, are they in the transition period? Do they like Axe or do they not know about uh, deodorant yet? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, definitely towards the ladder, which I will take over the the spraying a whole can of Axe, you know, in oh, the yeah. air and jumping through it as most yeah. teenagers, I think, do. And yeah, so I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be, you know, impartial because they're, they're siblings and they fight all the time. And, you know, oh. they're, you, you're there and you're like, I'm an adult. I can't just always take the, the better one side, but yeah. I want to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm not I'm not in the wrong there, right? Like I can, I, I can it's just totally, have a favorite. It's totally normal to have favorites. You okay. know, that's nothing. Nothing's ever bad happening. I mean, look at the fucking royal family. You know, Charles definitely wasn't mommy's favorite. That's true. Out fine. Sure. Yeah, her favorite was a pedophile. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this turned, is weird. Everything turned out great. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, uh, I think you're. I think you're in the right. Okay. Uh, you that's know, you don't, you don't have to be beholden to favorites. The, and obviously, these aren't things that you're saying to them. No, no, but certainly. It, it, there, it, there is a there is sort of a disconnect where you say, you know, being so much older and them being, yeah, just a douchey teenager. It's like, you know what? I don't, I don't. You, you don't have to. You're not the parent. You don't have to no. make excuses for yeah. them in that sense of like, I, I love them unconditionally. No, you're just like. You're in a transition period. You're you might come out the other end and be somebody that uh, I'll, yeah, I'll want to hang out with and, and and spend time with as a family member. But right now, yeah, they might just be a huge dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it, they might turn into like someone you can hang out with, or they might turn into a mega incel Andrew Tate. Ooh, there's always that boy. chance. Yeah, there's always that. Oh, there's always that yeah. chance. That's always yeah. a gamble whenever you have boys. Because yeah. I, I got speaking. Them- gifts right I, so they're they're only here for a week and I, I got them gifts and so for for my my favorite one i got her a uh, a book of of canadian ghost stories because she she loves scary stories and stuff Same. and i took her around halifax and I, I told her all sorts of scary stories from from when i was doing my tours back in the day mm-hmm. and uh so i got her a book and i i wrote a little like thing on the the cover just like Aww. i like i enjoyed your your story because she's been telling me weird made-up stories all week Aww, so i was like enjoyed so your cute. stories and you know <laughs> that and so in the other one he, he he's into fishing so i i got him a fishing lure <laughs> So the, that's the, actually pretty cool yeah, yeah. well like the, the personalization it, it really skews heavily on one side but you know yeah. i'm still still getting something right yeah so hey, you know, i'm not a monster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gabby you watch any movies anything you want to talk about um i did watch um the 1985 soviet war film uh come and see you did talk about that mm-hmm. how was that and how's your soul <laughs> It's it's it was stressful, to say the least. Like mm. as soon as it started, I was stressed, and then my stress levels got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and then I was the end. I just felt like a shell. <laughs> Human being. I also watched yeah. it with someone who like sometimes they emit jokes throughout it, and so it kept it a little bit more lighthearted. But yeah, there was just little, like a little bit. Of- spoonful of sugar <laughs> yeah yeah it, but it was it was a beautiful movie um mm. beautiful not in the sense of like nice beautiful but as a like a human condition sort of thing yeah yeah we yeah. We, we see like the the extreme tragedies they actually kill, so there's a scene in it where they're trying to get a cow for a bunch of like town refugees from a town so anyways, the main character, um, Flora, uh, he tried to get a cow 
to bring back to these people because they're starving, they're hungry. Anyways, um, one of the big, I don't know guns. It's very evident. But very big guns that go pew, 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 pew. Gonna, and they look like say, lasers so pew, pew. going across <laughs> the, the sky. I, so those are tracer, tracer rounds that do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, they actually, and they're shooting all over the place and it hits the cow. And then I screamed to the top of my lungs. <laughs> Is it a special effect or did they actually no, kill they the actually cow? No, they actually shot the cow. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. And not, but there was like some things where I was like, Jesus Christ. Like the film, the set, like maybe like the set of like the film, um, film sets are probably very, like very between like say what is regulated now versus that like mm-hmm. back in the eighties, especially back in Soviet yeah, that's Belarus it. must be different because there was, there was this awful, awful scene. It's, it's, it's very, very traumatic. Um, Flora basically watches a, um, a chapel get burnt down with people in it and anyways Mm. it's just there's there's this woman who tries to flee with the baby and this is extremely graphic so big trigger warning because um before the 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 church gets set on fire the woman comes out and then they let her out but they threw the baby threw him back in oh jesus it was like a toddler and they just tossed him back in they probably had like a blanket or something on the other side before, but it was just... <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I hope so, but it was just <laughs> like, like... I don't know, they got rubber bones, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, even like re- re-talking about, like, re- recapturing the scene, it just like, it puts like a pit in my stomach, because, mm. like... I'd imagine, yeah, it, it, it yeah. seems like a one of those kind of movies that sticks with you. It's it, probably one of the reasons I've avoided watching it. Like I can only deal with so many of those a year. Like yeah. some people mm-hmm. I feel like they're like, I my criterion collection is like all black and white cover, you know, foreign films about war. And it's like yeah. I can't my soul just can't handle that. Like yeah. even in yeah. even in really mainstream movies, like I, I don't like uh you know too realistic of of violence and especially sexual yeah. violence. I look that up. I, I usually don't I, I pretty much exclusively don't watch movies that have rape in them yeah uh because it's too upsetting to me i I don't like it i think about it too much and and so i just avoid it but i'd imagine a movie like that yeah just it's it's very raw yeah it it definitely is and you know it's i think it was such like a beautifully made film as as well and you just can't help and like the acting by alexi kavachenko who played floya was amazing because you see him become like this like happy-go-lucky young man he's he's excited to join the resistance and then it's just constant like shit upon shit upon shit and you just see him become he looks like he aged 40 years in the span of mm-hmm. like an hour and a half but well okay. well uh, just, I'll, <laughs> I'll i'll try to give us the upswing here and tell yeah. you yeah. i watched i watched a couple of the star trek movies just nice. for the comfort of them <laughs> are you guys are you star trek people at all i don't know if i've talked to you guys about this at all um, i like star trek um yeah. i do i'm more of a fantasy person more than i'm a sci-fi person. that's fair yeah because i'm the opposite like i yeah. find like fantasy stuff i enjoy it but like i've seen the the lord of the rings movies probably collectively less than 10 times between I, the three yeah. of them. The Lord like, of the Rings I, is I, like a know. 
Christmas movie for me. I always put it on. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. They are good. Yeah. But yeah, high fantasy just never connects. Like, I never watched Game of Thrones. I think I watched like half the first season and I was like, this is just Xena with more boobs and less <laughs> lesbians. So I was like, ah, whatever. I'm done with this. But yeah, sci-fi has always been a big thing for me. I have literally have two Star Trek tattoos mm -hmm. and multiple Star Trek shirts. When I was working the indigenous games, I was like, I was like, do I go a third day in a row with a different Star Trek shirt? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I will. Um, but yeah, I just was like in a mood to watch them. I watched two of the, the next generation movies, the first two. So uh, Star Trek Generations and Star Trek First Contact. And I had a great time with that. There, Generations is usually one that people don't like. Um, but I like a lot like it does. It does feel like a big budget episode. Mm -hmm. And that's probably a thing that people have a problem with. Um, but for me, I like it. It's a good send off of the series. Uh, and then you get into the next one where that feels very much like Star Trek. It's a movie. I think I made that joke <laughs> about X-Files where I was like, X-Files, Fight the Future is, oh, they got a budget. And you can feel it in in uh, First Contact. And it's Jonathan Frakes who plays Riker who's directing that one. So he knows the source material like he's he's lived it for however many years at that point and directed episodes so it it really connects if you if you're into star trek and and honestly even for people that are like only passing because before i watched the series i had seen the next gen movies and only so many episodes just as a kid watching it with my parents and that one always stuck with me and i'd remember it quite well so yeah no i i had a great time watching those i, I don't think i watched much else outside of that for for movies there's things that i want to watch i know guardians mm -hmm. of the galaxy is like available now to to kind of check out and um i, I want to go back to the theaters to see dial of destiny uh indiana jones and some other things but yeah i kind of just went the comfort movie route uh <laughs> <laughs> the, the, this time nice nice i was a big next generation guy uh, i've watched a fair bit of the original series but i've watched the entirety of next generation and i think at least 90% of Deep Space Nine. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of my era. And I loved First Contact. That was that was kind of my oh, Star Trek film. It's great. The, um, the, 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 the main score of it is like so pretty. <laughs> like, I, I love it. Yeah. Also, talking about uh, bringing this back to the start of the episode, the Borg Queen. It does it kind of does it for me gotta say oh yeah, yeah. definitely okay. Borg queen super yep. into that yeah mm -hmm. all the different actresses who have played the Borg yes. queen yeah super into all of that yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which if we start to go through and, and pick out all the times i talk about who i'm attracted to paints a really scary picture <laughs> <laughs> uh, i remember during like watching the original run i was always more of a oh, beverly just before you say that before you say this great segue we're talking about tv now <gasps> run that theme sheesh 40,000 channels and only 150 of them have anything good on. And go. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so when I was when I was watching the original series, so this was kind of my early teenage years, it was always either between Beverly Crusher and Deanna Troy, and I think Beverly Crusher was probably my was probably my crush for Oh, uh, for sure. Next year. Um uh yeah, Beverly and I don't know. I, and it's like hard to describe what it is about between the two of them that it is. But yeah, I've always really liked uh, Beverly Crusher. And I, I think part of it for me is because the doctors on the series don't ever have to address people by their rank, mm -hmm. even though they they were able to call people by their first name. So there's something like candid and next door about her that, yeah, I've always uh, really liked. Yeah. Uh, whereas um, uh, Deanna is 
in the therapist role. So it always feels like wrong to have a crush on her. <laughs> it feels like having a crush on my own therapist. <laughs> <laughs> well, Deanna, to, for me, it was always kind of, she was always a little bit more complainy, I think. And and Beverly Crusher had that air of authority of have, being a doctor and like professional women. Mm, yeah, mm, that's yeah, that's OK. Fair. I like that. You guys yeah. just need mommies to take care of you. <laughs> Ouch, Jesus. Shots fired. Come on now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um. But yeah, and you mentioned Deep Space. Yeah, Deep Space Nine, I, I love. Like, I, I have a, 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 I think TNG is probably my favorite series, but I'll admit that Deep Space Nine is probably the better one because of how deep the characters are able to evolve more. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's more of a connected story throughout. And that's what I really like about that. And I, and I love all the new stuff. Like I'm strange. I watch strange new worlds with my friends. Uh, every week we do like, um, uh, my buddy Zach lives in the Valley now. So we do a video call with him and it's me, and my girlfriend here on one end of it. And we'll watch the new episode of, of star Trek, whatever it is. Cause they have like four concurrent series going on at, at the same time. So like when one ends it's short season, the no- another one's already started. <laughs> uh, so all that stuff's been, been pretty great. And that's, that's most of my life. Yeah. It was, it's just star Trek though. I did, I did. Have you guys watched the bear? No, no, I, I have like not heard anybody really talk about it. Like I anytime I've seen like a post, people are like, it's great. So I just threw on the first episode. And and uh, from what I can tell, it's about a guy who inherited a restaurant from his brother and he worked in kind of classy, uh, you know, upscale restaurants. And this is like this sandwich shop in Chicago that's really rough. And the first episode was nuts. It's like just constant people talking over each other and getting into this like interpersonal drama and, and learning a little bit of their backstories. But it was really cool and interesting. And uh, this actor, this main guy, I, I can't remember his name, but he's like kind of blowing up right now and has been in some other stuff. Was he in uh, Shameless? He might have been. I should probably just look it up while we're sitting here because I know there's um, and something else because I want to talk a little bit about wrestling because I'm watching that. <laughs> the people's elbow reminded me, but <laughs> he's going to be in this wrestling biopic about uh, it was like a family of wrestlers. They were all these brothers and it was kind of like at the end of the 70s. And I remember if, if you guys ever heard of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Yes. So Dark Side of the Ring, great docuseries and they did an episode about these brothers and it just is super sad like you know they they all had a lot of mental problems and i mean this is like an era of like people taking headshots mm-hmm. and and not getting help for it and stuff so like basically like everybody in this family except for one brother who is still alive today and just like lives by himself in Hawaii and, and meditates all the time. They all fucking killed themselves. Jesus. Wow. Like it's pretty crazy. So they're making this biopic about it. He's going to be in it. I'm going to look up uh, his name, but if there's uh, is any it other, Jimmy any other Allen White or something, is that it? I think that is who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I see like that a bunch sound, of people right. like thirsting on him. On it TikTok. is. Yeah, yeah. It's Jeremy Allen White. Yeah. And he's really good in, in the bear mm-hmm. and it really, you know, I've never worked in a kitchen, but it's as close. It feels real. I was like, I feel like I need to show this to somebody who's working in a kitchen. They might they mm-hmm. might be like, oh, yeah, that's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> get each other all the time. Yeah. But uh, I, I want to see this movie is going to be in about these wrestlers. I think that's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds but good. yeah. Any TV you guys have been uh, diving into? Yeah. Um, so I just recently had a gig where I would live. I was live streaming the Baseball Canada's uh, women's uh, championship. I did that as well. You did. 
Um, so basically, that got me like sort of in the mood to watch something like baseball related. And I've always wanted to watch a series, A League of Their Own. It's mm-hmm. uh, based- I was thinking about that a bunch too when I was working it. Yeah, I, it was based off uh, the nineteen. 19- 92 film with like Rosie O'Donnell and stuff like that. But this oh, Gina Davis. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. And Madonna as well. <laughs> yes. And Lori Petty, take girl herself. Oh my. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Same girl. Same. <laughs> it's um, so it was, it was amazing. It, it focuses on um, not only the main baseball players, but also a side character, um, not a side character, but it's like a different storyline about um, a black um, pitcher named Max. And she wanted to try out for the Peaches, which is where the other storyline focuses on the actual baseball team. And it's a beautiful, beautiful story about finding one's own sexuality, especially in a time during, you know, this was set during 1940s wartime america so Mm. there was like all these standards to be hyper feminine um also not be gay because you'd get arrested (laughs) and the character did get arrested for being gay but it's it's a very good like it tells like a really beautiful story but it also like doesn't sugarcoat the emotions that come with living in a time like where it's illegal to love who you love and everyone on that team i absolutely adored um except for one surely <laughs> fucker <laughs> yeah well, no, it's, she, she came around on the end but um has abby jacobson she was in broad city um she, yep, she, abby jacobs is great yeah she's great um, it also had Darcy Carden. Um, she, I think she's like in the good place. Or is that what it's called? Yeah, it is. I've not watched it. I've seen a few mm-hmm. episodes like from other people watching it, but I've not sat down yeah. with it myself. But also like my top, my top like players that I would absolutely kiss on the mouth and die for. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like um, Abby Jake, Jacobson's character, uh, Carson Shaw lover um there's um so roberta calindras she plays a mexican-american pitcher and whose name is lupe garcia gorgeous she plays a gorgeous gorgeous um butch the butch characters love it made me want to be like i want a nice butch (laughs) baseball player to take care of me Yeah, it was. Um, and then um, you also have Kelly McCormick, who's Canadian, another Canadian actor. And she plays like this hyper competitive, like, ca- like Canadian. She plays a Canadian <laughs> and as a Canadian, but she's she's great. Another butch character. And then there's like Joe DeLuca, the character. She's just like this fun loving, like hyper masculine butch character again. I'm like, <laughs> anyways oh, that's awesome i i definitely want to check it out i was always a fan of the movie yeah. i remember as a kid it would be on tv a lot so mm-hmm. i would watch it and and stuff but i haven't seen it in years and i remember when the show was coming out yeah. the, the thing that i think is great for the show is really getting into more of the realism because i think in the movie 
I don't know if anybody is allowed to be gay in the movie. Yeah. I don't know if that ever comes up. Uh, and again, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. But I do know when they talked to some of the actual surviving people mm-hmm. uh, that they were like, well, they cut that out. Like they cut out all the stuff yeah. about me being gay and all yeah. these struggles. And and that's like a and it's a surprisingly common thing with Rosie O'Donnell movies in yeah. the in the 90s oh. as well. Because what's that other what's that one where it's like, uh, now and then I think it is it's like Christina Ricci plays her when she's a kid but then uh, Rosie O'Donnell plays her when she's an adult and that was based on a book written by a woman it was her uh, actual um, kind of account of like coming of age mm-hmm. and in the book she talks about being gay but in the they cut it out of the movie yeah well so it's 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 nice that we're kind of revisiting yeah. some of these stories and able to to tell really how people felt yeah actually Rosie O'Donnell had a cameo in this and she played oh, nice. uh she played a um as by like as she was like the owner of like an underground underground gay club and <laughs> yeah rosie dad rosie jesus rosie o'donnell looked great as a pure butch <laughs> yeah yeah anytime i see her in interviews now she's got like the short little gray hair and she's rocking it yeah she looks great um <clears throat> but yeah it's i i cried at the last episode the amount of times i blubbered just full open mouth sobbing. <laughs> open, openly wept. Yeah. yeah, I I watched the uh, and and Nathan, I'll let you get chime in here. To, <laughs> see, I see you waiting, but uh, if we're gonna talk about things I openly wept at recently, uh, I watched the documentary series about American gladiators, and uh... I was not expecting it to get me in the feels. But uh, there was some stuff that these people talk about where I, yeah, last episode, just tears like coming down. I couldn't handle it. So I was never like somebody I missed that era. I only ever saw it in reruns. So if you've never even thought of American Gladiators, check out this series. It's actually really fun. Hmm. Uh, The guy who plays Benitez is in it because he's one of the main guys who came up with the games. He was because he was a stunt actor. So he was there helping them design things and be safe and how to like, you know, yank people on pulleys and all this stuff. So he's there. They're interviewing him. Dude looks the same, same haircut, but he's got a beard. It's all white now. Oh, wow. Other than that, he looks the same. It's crazy. (laughs) Is he still in the tank? (laughs) <laughs> i wish okay. I, well i only saw him from like i saw what you're seeing of me now yeah it's just a you know, medium yeah. shot he might have been might yeah. have been for, for um, the listeners and the watchers this is um, a movie that we covered a long time ago. oh That's shit gonna come out. oh it's gonna come out later it's uh future jokes i i broke my own rule <laughs> yeah I broke my own rule and made a future joke oh yeah. shit well we might just I don't know. We'll, uh, we can keep, you know what? Little tease for the folks because mm-hmm, now yeah. they can now they can try to figure out what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but <laughs> anyway, aside from my flubbing, Nathan, please, has there been any uh, series that you've been watching? Yeah, yeah, we've been watching through uh, the second season of Kevin Can F Himself. And oh, how is that? It's fantastic. It I've is. I've not heard of this. What is what so is much this? fun? So this stars Annie Murphy. Uh, you might know her from Shit's Creek. If you watch that show, which was fantastic, I uh, she played but I'm Alexis. Assuming she was the daughter. Yes, she was the daughter. Okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, you, David. Yes, Ooh, that that's, David. that's yeah. the one. Uh, much, <laughs> much different character here. So, the premise of the show basically is that she is married to an aughts sitcom husband, and so whenever 
so the way it's shot is is a lot of fun. You guys would really like it if you if you haven't watched it yet because of your your backgrounds with television. Mm-hmm. But it's shot anytime that he is in the room or present as a three camera sitcom uh, and like super well lit from the aughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then anytime he's not, we get a much more dark kind of single camera closer up, uh, more realistic, gritty life and it's basically her dealing it's all of the fallout from these these stupid sitcom hijinks oh that, like the king of queens and all yeah that king stuff. of queens uh according Everyone to raymond, raymond. or yeah according uh, sorry according, according to, to raymond, raymond. <laughs> according to raymond. <laughs> oh, no. oh you're, we're just out here creating new mandela <laughs> exactly. effects for all those according fucking psychos yeah yeah yeah, so those oh, those kind of ones, and um, yeah, it's only two seasons, and it's it's very very good. It's so much fun to uh, to kind of see the the differences in in how it's shot, and they do a perfect job with the sitcom scenes. Like if you lived through that era, mm-hmm. and you remember watching those shows, oh yeah, it's it's bang on. Like the the writers mm. must have grown up, yeah, on those same sitcoms, and uh, yeah, so I. I heartily recommend it each episode's like 40 minutes it's like 20 episodes between the two seasons and uh yeah it's well worth your time awesome i love cerebral stuff like that because i think i I saw a couple trailers for it and it's on my incredibly long list of stuff to watch (laughs) um but it kind of reminds me of like going between like the different like styles like and emphasizing on like someone's like mental state you know mm-hmm. and i think there's like i read a book uh that kind of reminds me of that it's called um i'm thinking about leaving it, it was adapted for a netflix movie with jesse buckley and the guy in breaking bad who shot a kid jesse plumpkins like Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Shot a kid in the show. In the okay. show. Yeah. In the show. Not real. Life. I thought this was going to be like the guy from Sons of Anarchy that like, like killed his grandmother and his dog and jumped off of like the balcony of their no, house no, 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 and no. killed himself. No, no. But um, it was very good. It's like almost like a David Lynchian. But if David Lynch actually makes sense. Mm. So. I don't know about you. David Lynch has always made sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was it's uh, it was very good, and I recommend everyone to read it. So, oh, we're on to the we're on, oh shit, we don't have an intro for a a book thing. Oh, uh, let's, uh, but but we can we can come up with one right now. <laughs> or how about we just let's let's <laughs> or or just roll with it. Uh, how about we way, just roll? I don't with know it. how much reading we've been doing. Yeah, like I I I read trash <laughs> and irregularly. Yeah. Like I've read all the Meg books. Like you know, there's that Jason Statham movie, The Meg. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've read. Uh, I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I have read uh, uh, a bunch of them. Yeah, in the Jaws episode, I mentioned that I yeah. read all of these Meg books. But yeah, yeah, that's all I read. So it's all just fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Nathan? Nathan, I I tend to read cozier things. I think so. The last the last book that I I read was The Hobbit. And I've read it multiple times, but I hadn't read it for for a long time. And it's it's my favorite of the uh, the Tolkien books, just because it is just that pure adventure fantasy. Um, God, every time I read that book, I, I 
get a little bit more angry at the movies that came out because of oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they were they were something else. And uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I just that was that was kind of it for me recently. I'm I don't want to say I'm not a reader, but I, I I read somewhat infrequently, at least novels. Yeah, uh, I'm more into kind of short stories. I love short ghost stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I read a lot of that, both kind of the the online creepypasta as well as I go back and I read public domain ghost stories. Yeah. I used mm-hmm. to actually have a podcast where I, I did that and uh, mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. But now I just kind of read them nice. as, uh, as my own type of thing. Yeah. How about you? Me? Um, well, actually, I I read a lot of like fiction and nonfiction books. Uh, currently, I picked up a book from the library. I love the library, man. It's so good. Um, it's Red Mitten Nationalism. So it's basically about like sports commercialism and like settler colonialism in Canada. So basically, it's um, I just started it. So the j- basic gist, yeah, I know. The basic gist that I got <laughs> is like they're talking about um, the it's like you're you're looking at like um, sports and consumerism like I think in like when you think about it in any other um, real sports events before the uh, Vancouver 2010 Winter Olympics I think we of course had our net like our nationalism but I think with like the whole red mittens, you know, like the, like the classic ones that you saw with like the red knitted mittens with the white maple leaf on them. Um, I think when that started, it just erupted into like this whole like consumerism that rose with our, like that ties into our national identity. So when we, when we bought, like buying all those like mittens, which came from the Hudson Bay company, which has like this whole other underlying oh, relationship yeah. with colonialism. <laughs> I used to work there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just for our listeners who may not be Canadian, all of Canada was owned by the Hudson Bay company oh, yeah. at one point. And the, and the Americans can frequently were like, why don't we just invade that and <laughs> steal it from this company? That was a common thing. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of Hudson Bay companies really fucked over our um, indigenous communities. Oh, of course. Yeah. When did these red mittens come around? Uh, when did that happen? The 2020, 20, so 2010 was, oh, okay. Vancouver Winter Olympics. The, okay. Vancouver. Did they talk about... Did they talk at all about the other Olympics that we had? Because we had another one in like the 80s or something, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, that We've had... 1976 was, a, we, was like our... Um, oh wow! Even older, was our yeah. was the Montreal Olympics, yeah. oh, okay. and there, in the book, it, there was there were some like you know people waving the flags, but with this Vancouver with the Vancouver Olympics, everyone was just like showing their little red mittens off. Mm. Um, but a lot of it, I haven't really gotten into the whole nitty gritty of it yet. Like I, I just the meat got and potatoes. it. Yeah, the meat and potatoes. I just got it <laughs> Monday, and I haven't cool so well uh, we'll definitely get more of a breakdown on it on the on the next one i i don't i guess the only other thing i could say right now that i'm reading and i'm rereading it is jurassic park nice have you guys ever read jurassic park i have yeah i didn't but i i have listened to the audiobook 
Oh, that's reading. Yeah. I count that as reading. Yeah. If you've listened to the audiobook, yeah, you've got it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, it, I'm a huge fan of it. I, I'd love them to do like an, a, 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 like a one-off series that's like set in 1990 and kind of have that same similar tech and look because uh, I just love the way the book describes this like kind of Disney, you know, park type stuff with the juxtaposition of like everything looks like a fucking like bomb shelter because there's giant animals trying to kill everyone also, there all like, the time. It needs to be like rated R because we need to see the, the raptors. Oh, definitely. Apart a baby. The, the book. Yeah. It's right. not raptors. That's the, that's the, the compies that, uh, <laughs> whatever that get there. I think actually, well, whatever. They're like little I, lizard I say things. that. Yeah. There, there is. Cause one of the hooks of the book is that they're not sure that the the creature that attacked a little girl is a raptor or a compie. So it mm. might have been that those were just like, yeah, baby raptors. I yeah. might be, yeah, showing my cards here. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, it is. It is really good. Um, but yeah, before we get into the rewind, I guess some things I wanted to throw out into the ether. Uh, we've been talking about doing a Patreon. I think we should definitely set one up. Mm. Um, because you can kind of get different tiers. Um, but some things that I, you know, thinking about things that we could put on the Patreon, uh, like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Cause there's other episodes where we talk about things that we want to put on it that I won't spoil now. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, certain things I've thought of are like, you know, uh, there's a movie I'd love for all of us to talk about, but it just is not for the podcast. Uh, and that is something that I think would be a, a fun mm -hmm. thing to do. And the and the movie I'll met it's uh, the King of Kong. It's a documentary. Have you guys ever watched that? I know of it, and I've watched I think like YouTube breakdowns about that dude. Yeah. I think it's Billy oh, Mitchell yeah. or something. Billy Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I'm aware, and you know what? I may have even seen it a long time ago, but yeah, I'm I, I'm aware of the the whole at least controversies and stuff around it. Yeah. But that I'm like, that is a thing I'd love for us to do is just to do a breakdown of that movie, put it on the Patreon. People got to pay to to hear <laughs> us talk about it if they will, you know, <laughs> what have you. But uh, yeah, that was something I was thinking about. And then I think the other things are coming up on soon to be episodes and I'll let those I'll let them flourish as they will. Yeah, I think the only other thing I thought about was. Uh, starting in OnlyFans, and it's just us trying to put v VHS tapes into a VCR with our feet. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? I, I kind of really ugly feet, dudes. Looks like you're gonna have to do it. Um, but yeah, it'll. It, I'll. I'll completely take the charge on this right. one. Okay. <laughs> I'll go get. I'll get the pedicure. I've got tons of VHS. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. Every time I'm over at Trash Rat's place, it's just. A giant stack of like VHS tapes that I use yeah. as a that's a stool. Listening, listening back episodes. There's a couple episodes that I've listened to. I did not realize you were calling me trash rat in those episodes, and I was like listening to the last cult meeting, and I was like, wait a second. I was like, oh, I use that as my screen name. Yeah. And then in the next episode, you kept doing it. And I was like, oh, I've really. Oh, I've adopted a moniker now. You did, you did, you did. It's applied. It is. It's the a, flypaper is stuck. It is. I think it's because <laughs> in second year we we all kind of kind of like called each other the rats in our yeah. TV program. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was already getting called trash rat, yeah. and then yeah, it got. I think it was Martha, whoever ran with it, yeah. and there was all everybody was something rat. Yeah. Uh, I so, was yeah. lab rat because I was doing a medical study. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Uh, that's so wholesome, man. Yeah. I feel left out. Yeah. Uh, we can make give you a, a rat name. Whatever. Yeah, I would you. love that. Yeah, it's got to come organically though. Don't force it. All right. Radio sure. rat. I mean, that's uh, that's the obvious. That's the low hanging fruit. That is. That is the low hanging yeah. fruit. We'll, right. we'll come yeah. up. We'll, we'll, we'll come yeah. up with we'll it. We'll figure yeah, it yeah. out. We're gonna yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wait, wait till I do something that's, you know, truly terrible and then just put rat at the end there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk about the episode that just came out. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> All right. So Daughters of Darkness mm-hmm. uh, just came out last week. It was the first episode that featured uh, Gabby and certainly not the last as we clearly have blown uh the 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 secret on that yeah um but uh i re-listened to it uh gabby did you re-listen to it or is there anything that you uh thought of uh recently about it um i re-listened to it and you know like we're all like hitting the heads and stuff like that um there's nothing really that came to mind when i was going through it i think it was like the other some other episodes that i was like going through it like we just recorded one like last week something like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah not too long ago yeah it was uh it it was one and i was like damn like there's like some historical things i could have brought up but i just didn't think to do it but no <laughs> i i didn't think of it. yeah we don't really have like that much of an audience to sort of tell us that we're wrong yet or yeah and we were pretty well researched as well as far as like you know most most of the things that i think of from this segment at least coming from us is is maybe there was a joke or a note you had written down that you didn't say or like something that you wanted to point out about the movie yeah it's uh i came a little bit more prepared for daughters of darkness than i did with the any other episode i've done (laughs) i'm not gonna lie it's just like i watched it i made notes i watched it again and then i was like Okay, I'm good now. But I think with yeah. Daughters of Darkness, I kind of looked a little bit into my past notes that I made when I watched it in, in film school. Well, mm. getting my minor in film studies. <laughs> so, Nathan, was there anything that uh, popped out to you as you were editing it? Yeah. Slaving away, or not slaving, toiling away over it? I, I was toiling away. I found that we didn't hit on whether or not we would take this vampirism deal if it was offered to us, right? Because vampirism, right, there's always the pros and the cons. So we have kind of this archetype of what is the Countess's vampirism. Mm -hmm. So obviously eternal life, eternal youth. Mm -hmm. However, some pretty big downsides there. Firstly, she uh, gains no particular strength. She no. doesn't turn into a bat. She doesn't do any mm. of the, like the the kind of more stereotypical vampire stuff. The running water thing is a pretty big downside. It is because I like to swim, man. I mm-hmm. like and I like my showers. I was gonna say I love showers. Showering yeah. is great. I do. It's so it's so good to be hygienic. And if you're like okay, let's get into some vampire logic. Okay. Um, because you brought it up. Yeah. Um, so running water. Okay, you. you it's a shower. You can't get in the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, what about a tub? Because you you start the water, right? So that's running water, okay. And then you turn it off, so it's yeah. no longer running water. Is it is it just water in general, or is it just like if if it stopped moving? I, 
I think you broke the system. I think Batori is taking baths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's just taking baths. <laughs> See, that yeah. makes it much more manageable if it's just a bath versus shower conundrum, yeah. right? As long as you're getting has, hotel like, a rooms that like, have baths. Yeah, she just has yeah. like a bunch mm. of like dry shampoo for her hair or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Yeah. That's fair. Dry shampoo is dark magic. It, it really is. is. It's great I, stuff. I, yeah. I only discovered I it like in the last couple it. of years and I'm just like, this is fantastic. I use it when um, it's like, because I, I always take like showers and baths like, um, but sometimes I hate like washing my hair. Mm. I hate washing my hair. Um, so there'll be some days where I'm just like, oh, man, like I don't feel like washing my hair, drying it, styling it. So sometimes I'll just take some dry shampoo. But yeah. Yeah. It's good in a pinch. Yeah. It's good. In a pinch. I don't mind. I don't mind washing my hair. My hair is super thin, though. I have to brush it every day. Obviously, I don't show it because I stuff it all up <laughs> underneath the cap. But yeah. I have hair down like past my nipples. And I, it's super thin. <laughs> so I have to. I what? I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's an easy like measurement yeah. tool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I have to brush my hair like every day or else it's crazy knots. Like mm. it just gets fu- it's just a fucking rat's nest. But I do just tie it up all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, if I could take a bath, I'm probably into this vampirism. I think the main thing is that she turns you into a vampire and then doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah. So it's a really lonely life. Like it's not a it's really not a a vampire wife or vampire husband like Mm. situation where you get to just be slutty in a sheer dress and eat babies. Like it seems like you're you're a Renfrew. Like you're not you're just like her servant. It, it, it doesn't seem like you're on equal footing with her. So it's like, mm. I don't know if I'd want to take that. So you, you not of course only... I'm going to, I'm going to get my wrist slit by the fucking cake topper is what, me, <laughs> is what my <laughs> inevitable end is. Yeah. It's, you do get some, some amazing like outfits, but mm-hmm. you kind of get the shitty deal of, be, of being trapped in a shitty relationship for eternity. <clears throat> Well, or, only until uh, she gets bored with you. Yeah, which would yeah. probably be like yeah. a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. S- sends you off to fuck some random guy and then you yeah. die falling on a straight razor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then get kicked down a hill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, when I listened to it, there's a couple things that I had said where I was like, ooh, I didn't research that. Was I right? And mm-hmm. I mentioned, I was like, Belgium's probably not that far from Germany. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, fuck, is, is it super far? I looked it up, five-hour drive. Okay. So I was in the wheelhouse of yep. what I was talking about. Yeah. The other thing was I was like, is there, uh, was there uh, faxing at the time? Because we mentioned that they get the newspaper really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not sure how, much, how many yeah. days go by. Uh, but I knew there was like teletext faxing uh, as like in some whatever form was around when Lincoln was alive. Oh, because I saw a thing recently that said the last like of the samurais what were like kind of put out and the caste system was done with after Lincoln's death. Uh, so that means there was a time when a samurai could have sent a fax <laughs> to Abraham Lincoln. So <laughs> like what, what a world of, like, that would have been facts like is yeah. it was it attached to like a um oh god what is it called it was like beep 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 beep, 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 beep. oh more like a morse like telegram. A telegram 
Telegraph. Yeah. yeah telegraph yeah. line. Yeah. I assume they must see mean some form of telegraph when they say fax. Yeah. Cause again, like it's not like, uh, uh, like printing out or anything. Like that. <laughs> Cause whenever I think that's funny. Cause it's like, I've like right before I went back to school, worked for places that still faxed things. Yeah. Oh my God, uh, yeah. You know, and you're using just like a giant fucking printer that has like a fax uh, function on it mm -hmm. but still in my mind faxing involves like dot matrix like oh yeah of connected paper it's <laughs> good stuff <laughs> yeah like because you have like morse code and they would print out the um the code onto yeah like, like tiny, little ticker like, tape yeah god what is it called it's not called morse code machine what is it called it is called the morse code machine <laughs> oh, okay. You were so adamant there. I, I was, I, I I was thought sold. It was, I thought it was something called, I thought it was called something else. Uh, okay. Did you, do, have you guys had to send facts for work before? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, it's yes, the worst thing in yeah. the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it when is. you have like two, two pieces of paper and the, like the, they get like stuck together and then like, they oh, both yeah. go and then I have to like keep resending it and then my boss gets mm. mad at me. <laughs> and I'm like, you try fucking do this, dude. Yeah, the, the, the worst for me was just that you're sending faxes in the year. For me, it was like 2020, 2021. Oh. I'm sending fucking faxes. And I'm like, this could have been the email. I, would I would have to. Yeah, I would have to send a fax. And then I'd have to call them <laughs> because they would never confirm that they got yep. it. So I'd have to call them and be like, did you get that fax? <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, like, there, there must be an easier way. We're just like using older technology in worse ways, in ways that are less convenient when they, when they were popular. Yeah. yeah. When I worked at the library, one of my jobs as a circulation supervisor is when our system went down, kind of our, our library system, we would have to fall back to sending faxes for our phone tree. And so what would happen was IT the department would call our library and then we would have to call two other libraries and then they would have to call libraries. But on top of that, we would have to send out faxes to every library telling them that the system was down and when the system, they thought the system would be up again. So there was not a single time that I finished faxing libraries before the system came back up again, it was the the wildest part of my job because I would be there feeding paper in, and then they'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's back up," and then it would just be like, "Okay," and then I would start sending them messages to tell them that the system was back up. This is your tax dollars at work, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, what's on your finger? Oh, I was just playing with a little. Uh, I think it's I got it from my uh, uh, AirPods. Oh, it's like okay. a little like Apple oh, holder thing that you pull up. Yeah, I'm a fidgeter. <laughs> I can't not uh, fidget with yeah. things. So I try to do it below the camera. But yeah, I've been playing with uh, these <laughs> these little things here. Nice. I got a, a little dead cat here that I've been playing with. Nice. It's yeah. Yeah, I can't stop. I always got to be touching things. <laughs> Tactile contact. Just, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. Just and since uh, Gabby's uh, finished us off with a, a jerking motion, uh, I, I, I <laughs> God, <laughs> um, something that I noticed, and uh, our listeners can uh, l either look forward to or take bets on when the day happens. 
we recorded an episode recently where we did not say cuck one <gasps> single time. Now we have to ad lib, ad lib it in. <laughs> just, AD, just ADR it in. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Gabby. If you want to send um, me just like some takes of that, I will. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just put them in everything. Cup. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like that too. Yeah. Just blow out my eardrums. That'll yeah. be. Yeah. So there, there is an episode. People can start taking bets on it now. Yeah. We can have some mm. polls. People can guess which episodes are not going to have it. But I was re-listening to episodes and I realized there was one we didn't say cuck. I'm so shocked because I, I have listened um, through all of them and I didn't notice that. So now I have to do. Yeah, there yeah. is one where we don't. Yeah. I was surprised. Let's see if I can find it while I'm uh, editing. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, our next episode uh, is The Unborn, 1991. Mm-hmm. I'm emphasizing that now so that, Nathan, when you release the episode, put the year in brackets okay, in the yes. episode title because I don't want people watching some other thing and hating us for that. It is yeah. Unbo- The Unborn, 1991. I'm super looking forward to this episode. I think we all lost our minds over that movie it's super we did weird and crazy we did um uh and uh yeah here i'll I'll quickly just see if there's any places that people can get it uh i think it was totally fine i think it was on youtube and we mentioned that in the episode or whatever but uh i'm gonna just make sure people know where to find 1991's the unborn um yeah i think i watched it's on tubi oh tubi good old tubi yeah yeah Ah. i think that's where i watched it so it's on tubi with ads there is no other version of it so we don't have to worry about a director's cut or anything so tubi i think i got like one commercial that's definitely where you can watch it it's worth watching uh it's it's worth your time stick with it you do have to stick with it honestly (laughs) i was uh, not sure about this movie for a while and then i was like oh wait no this just turned into one of our movies okay yeah. yeah, there's a yeah, very really definitive point where it becomes yeah. our type of movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all I had to say. I think that's all we had to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's. I don't know. Yeah. Again, endings are hard. Endings I don't know what hard. we've been doing. I mean, the last the, yeah. the last one ended cool. There was like, Nathan, you said something. Gabby, you had a cheerful little goodbye. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck I said. I think I just said endings are hard. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you know? How about we okay. end on a fact? Okay, sure. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, so this is a fact about the human body. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that you could play a basketball tournament on foreskin? No. I think I have more questions. Than... This this answered none of the questions that I didn't have until you said that. Yeah, it says you could play a basketball tournament on foreskin. Like, like do you like do you if you stretch it, it out? Like what? What? Like is it is it almost like the intestine? You know, if you pull it out, it goes up to. Like, I don't think it does that. A good couple feet I'm, or I'm, no, it definitely doesn't do that. <laughs> I'm I'm assuming this person went to a hospital took all of the discarded foreskin and made a basketball court out of it. And the, it's going to work. I hate this fact. Let's let's, Endings are let's hard. leave. Okay. Okay. See you later, everybody. Okay, we're we're done. Done. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you haven't already join the cult today by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Help us grow the cult by sharing it with your friends family, and that masked stranger hiding in your closet. Finally, you can connect with us on Facebook at The Video Cult, 
or on Instagram and TikTok at video underscore cult 666.